Blog Talk Radio. Be 
in like only our intro song can do. I love that jam. For everybody, if you don't know, it is Scoop Radio time. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. We have got a really, really great show in store for you. Um, we've got Winford with the news today. We have a special guest, Ms. Shanita Hurt, is coming back and joining us tonight to get into this really, really juicy topic. We are talking about ladies and our expectations and love. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Kels has Damon uh, Detroit in with the hot topic, and it's going to be fun. Mother Maybelline is back. So, yeah, it's going to be a really, really great show, and I'm excited that you all decided to hang out with the scoop tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to intro my wonderful co-host for this evening. I'm going to start with Wynn tonight. How are you? My favorite panda and uh, CEO, how are you? <laughs> Wynn, you there? Right. Uh, I guess I have to take myself off of mute. I don't know. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm That's all right. Right. I see that. <laughs> Gotta love. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I am good. I'm doing real good. Very good. Kels, how you doing, sis? How's your day been? I am doing lovely. My day has been okay. You know, working. Now I'm ready to relax with my with my scoopers. So gonna be fun tonight. Gonna... Super excited. Super excited about tonight's show. Good one tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good one tonight. All right, so let's get on into it. We've got some really good news mm-hmm. to get started. So I was looking over the article. So let's get into this big combo. When what do we have for news tonight? All right. In the news. So let's start bad. Let's go from from bad to good. So, uh, we're going to start with bad. Uh, this is the worst I've ever seen it, um, what somebody says about the recent, this past weekend in my home city of Chicago. So, 11 people were fatally shot and 63 people were wounded between 3 p.m. Friday afternoon and 6 a.m. Monday morning. 30 people were shot in a three-hour span early Sunday, according to the Chicago Sun-Times. Victims include a 17-year-old girl shot in the face and four teenagers ranging from 11 to 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. As of Friday, at least 1,700 people have been shot in the city of Chicago, according to the Chicago Tribune. Interesting enough, this article says that even though Chicago homicide rate is high compared to other major cities, it saw a 14.7% decrease from 2016 to 2017. Police have attributed the decrease to improved technology and an effort to repair relationships with the community. So, um, what do you all, I mean, I know we a lot of people like to throw out what's wrong with Chicago, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I I have my opinion, um, but I think without what, let me tell me what you ladies Q, what's your thoughts on on this amount of violence that we're seeing in Chicago? <clears throat> um, I do not have the up close and personal thoughts that you have, of course, and some of the other scoop fam have informed us of. But I have family in Chicago, and it appears as though this 
seem it seems like this is in a very concentrated area. This is not all of Chicago that is at war and, and you know, you go into the grocery store and this is just the life in Chicago right now. I think this is a very concentrated group um or uh, area that needs a very concentrated solution. Um I am not there. I do not have a clue how to begin to to remedy this. I think a lot of it is lack of stuff to do and folks who won't say move around. You know what I mean? Like I think this has a lot to do with people um holding on to ideals that are not aligned with the mission. And I think we gotta get out of that. So that's just my outside looking in of it. And I'm sure you're gonna enlighten and all the aha moments will happen when you share your thoughts with us. <laughs> that's what I got <laughs> so far on the Chicago situation. <laughs> okay, Kill. What about you? What you think? Um, it's sad and it's scary. I think I can't remember if it was in the school. Yeah, it was in the school when they had the video. I don't know if that was one of the young girls they mentioned in the um, in the article, but I saw that live where the young girl was on there. Like I don't know if on yeah. or something like that. And all the gunshots and stuff started happening. I'm like, it sounded like firecrackers, and you just never. Mm-hmm. I can never imagine, you know being and that and that being something so common. And yeah, yeah it's just it's really sad. I don't I don't even know I mean I'm glad there was a decrease. Um but with the decrease I wanna say it was it was over three hundred homicides from from guns. And I mean that is that is crazy and I just even looked at some other cities um uh, just from reading that article and the number is ridiculous compared to other cities. So I don't know. I'm playing for Chicago. I don't know how they, you know, how we can fix that. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think so. So again, to to your point, I agree. It is in, in specific. Most of it is in certain neighborhoods and certain areas. I think the root cause of it, the root cause of it, of course, yeah, there is there's an ownership on our part as a community, but I think this is all a part of, from a systematic standpoint, this is a part of that whole gentrification process that happens, or that is happening in the city that's removing, um, removing people from these areas, driving down the property values, you know, to make it, you know, Un- unlivable, so people leave, so the land is cheap, so you buy it, fix it up, put the remaining people out. Make, you know, so I think it's all a part of that, but we know it's going to happen, and so we continue to play into it, which bothers me. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it's to me the root of it is a systematic issue, but the other part of it is as a as a culture we've got to. I don't know what we're doing um, or not doing to where kids are now at a space where it's just okay or they're just numb to walking up to a little girl, to somebody, to a grandmother that's coming, walking to church and just shooting them. Um, I don't know how we get to that point or how we've gotten to that point. But I don't think that it's one of the things that there's an easy fix. I think it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to it. But yeah, people need more to do, but what kind of, what kind of soul do you have to have for it to really be okay for you 
to just walk up to literally to a woman, old lady walking, excuse me, not old woman, a senior citizen, sorry, that's walking to church, which they have done, and shoot her. So it's it's a lot to it, and I'm I don't think I don't think that there's any one solution. I think it's got to be, you know, a community issue that that we as a culture have to, as a community have to deal with. I think there's um, you know that there's definitely an educational piece to it that needs to be addressed because you're not really putting funding into these schools and there's really nothing to do after school activities aren't there, you know, but. When we didn't have after-school activities, we took a ball and played two-square. Y'all remember two-square? Like when you threw the ball to each other in between the, the concrete squares. I mean, so we didn't shoot each other because we didn't have nothing to do. So I don't know. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm, I'm – I am – yeah. I just want to ask, do you know, is there, any, is there a task force or is there any kind of – um, special organization or group that's trying to study, research, or figure out a plan. Well, I mean the, the, the police, the, the police, besides the police, I mean there are organizations all over the city who are trying to do something about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, every imaginable thing that you could think of, people are trying to do. Uh, now, whether or not it's a it's enough force, enough money, enough participation to to make it as effective as it should or could be, probably not in a lot of instances. But you know, Chicago is such a, a not a weird city, but such a yeah, strange city because there's so much political stuff that's hap- that happens behind the scenes, behind the scenes that you can't really even do anything effective unless you're connected to the right people. So that's what one of the reasons what makes it such a difficult city to try to get anything done in is you've got to be connected, you got to know the right people, you know, even the wrong people got to think certain things about you. So it's kind of a weird, you know, a weird city to try to do some change in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We just got to we just got to keep it keep trying. But I mean, losing eleven year old. It's not. That's not. We can't just do nothing about that. No. And you should be able to be outside with your without that kind of situation happening that we saw on that live. It's crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Next story. Yeah. Now let's get a little bit better because that 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 one hurts. All right. Next story. Yeah. Um. Actually, you know what? Let me go to this one. So this I thought was pretty interesting. Um, from the ladies, and I know this is something you all, you know, I've heard this before from ladies, and I want to get your take on it. So Serena Williams, I don't know if you guys saw this story, but Serena, last week Serena Williams uh, suffered her worst loss in a tennis match um, in her career. She lost six one six zero to somebody named Johanna Conta, who, yeah, okay, uh, whoever she was. But but, but the story is um, on Monday she put up something on her Instagram page that said um, that she is struggling. She says that uh, not only was I accepting some tough personal stuff, but I was just in a funk. Mostly I felt like I was not a good mom. I read several articles that said postpartum emotions can last up to three years if not dealt with. I like communication. 
I like communication the best. Talking things through with my mom, my sisters, my friends lets me know that my feelings are totally normal. It's totally normal to feel like I'm not doing enough for my baby. She continues. We all have to be there. I thought this was pretty interesting. This article was pretty interesting because it talks about and shows the side of the arguably the greatest athlete, definitely the greatest female athlete of our time, who is struggling with work-life balance, which is in essence what this is. And I thought this was pretty a bold on her part, but also very refreshing for other um, women to read that if Serena Williams, who, if you guys have never seen her practice schedule, is absolutely insane, but is struggling to feel her work as a mother and try to be Serena Williams on the tennis court, then what does the everyday person, the everyday mother, what does she feel like? So I thought that was a pretty, um, this is a pretty liberating as well as empowering um, article. So Q, as a mom, what, tell me, what, um, what, what are your thoughts? I loved it. Um, you know, I'm always here for transparency. And I think it's necessary for other moms and other people to see that this happens to all moms. Well, mm-hmm. it has the ability to happen to all moms. I won't group all moms in because, you know, some moms may not go through this. But these types of frustrations, these types of um, fears happen for almost all of us at some point in time, not always to the degree of depression but or what we will be willing to label as depression, but we all go through some of this funk that Serena is admitting to going through. It's not a matter of money. It does not matter the resources. It does not matter how many people scream your name, your followers, or whatever. All women who have children, who decide to do anything other than raise children. And to be honest, I've read that there are even some moms who do nothing but raise kids who still have these same frustrations. They still don't feel they've provided enough. They've done enough. Did I cut the sandwiches right? Did I make enough meals? Are they nutritionally balanced? There's always something for a parent to worry about. But women and mothers, I feel, because the primary role is caregiver. That is, like, supposed to be the instilled aha thing that we all just get. So if at any point in time you don't feel like you're getting it, it's hard. And you don't always feel comfortable talking to somebody about it. You don't always have someone to talk to about it. So um, this one was good. I honestly thought about the post the other day that I think Ashley posted asking um, if women about the depression, the depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. question. That we were all talking about. And it wasn't a matter of do other people give us permission. I sometimes think we don't give ourselves permission, whether it be women and women, ourselves, um, you know, amongst coworkers. Like, we have all kinds of tears to our vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we allow ourselves a lot of that. So, you know, I think we finally got to the root of that post, but I think this kind of ties into that. You can have all of the stuff and it still not be enough. Mm-hmm feel like enough. <laughs> it may not feel like enough. Yeah. Okay. Kels, what you think? Uh, I thought it was refreshing. Like, always, it's always seemed that um, Serena has, has been transparent when she's going through problems in life. So that makes mm-hmm. her, it brings her down to our level. But I like the quote in the article that says that 
it may just be, you know, somebody's reading that to know that if someone who, like he said, that has it all can go through this, and that means I'm not okay. And I'm always applying people who can, you know, get get outside of their selves to help the next person to help the fellow man because we forget about that a lot. Um, and I think yeah. Serena does a good job at letting us in. And, you know, I'm sure she helps people by doing that. And so she had yeah. a pretty good, it was a pretty long post uh, talking about what she was going through and mm-hmm. basically the work-life balance. And we all can relate to that, whether it's, you know, with children or other things, especially feeling like you're not doing what you're supposed to do. That's so right. I thought it was yeah. really interesting. It was a good read. Yeah. Um, I think everybody should read the article. You so they make their human. You know what's interesting was 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 this story coming on the back of you know a couple of days before that it was or maybe at the same time it was this thing going around mm-hmm. where it, uh, she wanted Italian so her husband flew her to Italy you know and they're like see that's the kind oh, yeah. of husband yeah. and I'm like wait wait what do you mean like this is still an issue no matter like you said no matter where you are this is something that can still that can still bother you. And so I think we all need to be aware uh, and conscious that that's what's going on. So, yeah, definitely good. Sabrina's the truth. Or Sabrina, excuse me. Uh, Serena is the truth. <laughs> and, uh, I'm just, that's, why, that's why you don't read and, and talk at the same time. Um, but, yeah, she's the truth. She's still the ever. So we're going to keep her. Yeah. All right, last story. And I know we got to move on. I got three minutes. Um, you know, we got to talk about something with um, entrepreneurship, black entrepreneurship. So Siobhan Charles holds many titles from being a musician and artist to her role as head of global music and youth culture communications at Instagram and recent founder of a passion project, Magic in Her Melanin. Charles is undoubtedly known to her peers and the surrounding tech and entertainment industry as being a renaissance woman and a connoisseur of culture. The term do it for the culture according to the urban dictionary, yada yada. Hold on. All right, anyway. Um so anyway, what she did <laughs> what she did, it says at Twitter she established her niche career focus. Uh, so basically this young lady launched her own um uh tech. Uh, she she basically created her own job. So yeah, that's what she did. So she basically went into um the field of tech technology and created her own position by taking all of the careers that she's had, and she made her own job. So now she snagged several ho- snagged several high-profile entertainment <laughs> and communications-based <laughs> internships at Google, BET, uh, Capitol Hill, the Department of Justice. And this was her big break happened when she, pre- she was presented with the opportunity to create her own role and title at Twitter. At Twitter, she established her niche career focus on cultural uh, focused communication and social, social marketing, business partnerships, and data analysis with a close lens on music, online communication, and youth culture. So she, this sister is, is doing it. Um, so she yeah. has, yeah, she's doing it. Uh, what do you, Kelly, what do you think about this? Like, this is, she's dope. Oh, she's, yeah. I'm she's like, dope. Black girl, yeah. that's like, real. Yeah, she's she dope. is yeah. awesome. I went to the Forbes. Uh, magazine, so I can read the whole article. I was like, I gotta yeah, get she, she's dope. Where is she gonna be at next? Yeah, she yeah, is dope. She's dope. Yeah, Q, what you think? Yeah, I I agree, and I think that it's cool because she has 
not only created spaces, like she is doing the things, the jobs that she's held, the spaces that she's created for herself to get to this point have been that little girl who listens to music all day and analyzes lyrics. You know, she she figures that she gets a group of people together. She does the dope parties. Everyone gets together and shares the good information, and she's found a way to monetize that or to make it yeah. analytical company to be able to make money from. Like, so she's got the, it's like the around the way girl meets finance. Like, it's dope. Like, I just love the finesse yeah. of how you can take regular things that you love to do and make money by it. Like, it's, I love it. I'm here for her. Yep. Excited. <laughs> dope. All right, I'm on time. Woo, there you go. I'm on time. Kelly ain't gonna get mad. <laughs> that was our news. So if you're listening, if you're listening uh, at all again at any point in the show, I didn't say this earlier. If you've got questions or comments, y'all call in nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four and press the number one. That's nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four at any time and give us your questions or comments. That segment was brought to you by the Money Mentor Savings Challenge. So we are on day seven of thirty one days of saving. Um, so what our goal for the month is to save something every day for the month of August. Um, so to get us in the habit of saving, you can still join even though we started. All you got to do is go to my um, public figure page and uh, um, sign up. Hit the sign up button, drop the information, and you will be in. So that's it. All right, so our first song of the night um, is one of my favorites. It's uh, Freedom by Shayaka. Uh, and then after that, we got uh, our Scoop Nation hot topic with our boy with Kells and uh, one of our favorite comedians, Damon Detroit, is going to be joining us. So after this song, so don't uh, go anywhere. This song is called "Freedom" by Shayaka, and after this, we're going to get into our hot topic uh, with guest Damon Detroit. We'll be right back, the Scoop Radio Show after this song. Back in the day. Back, 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 back in the day. I was born in the 90s, packed my soul from the 80s. Uncontrollable crack babies, school of rock and Mercedes. Business, enjoy riding with friends, relentless, undisciplined kids. Chickens pecking, they worms, plucking these streams like they hinders. The super fly, pelican, propeller, short, shepherd to strut. Dress was elegant, groom, mighty mouse to the elephants in the room. Blessed with the gift of gal, mic skills, treacherous, masterous sermons. I write, recite my songs to the exorcist. Now here's a little story of a man named Yaka, my gardener planted and my old earth fulfilled his farmer. I arose, coming over poppy seeds, going further than my father did. Rocks all had jackets, plus lumpkins, banjos, I lived to walk the kids, push on by Lakeshore Drive. Climbing rocks, relax the daisies, sitting and thinking about how long my mama got that made me crazy. 90s kids forever rain, busting sex and we was paging, watching Tom and Jerry is you, is it is you, ain't my baby now. Packstown made me in, all your gardeners raised me, suicide Obama kids, embrace me soldiers with high ranking, thanks for these, they pull the daily, thankfully no bullets raised me, I look back on those days and realize that Christ saved me eating so beast in the stew, God knew what the recipe would take me, brainstorming, purple rain see, never leaned on that shook Avery, teach my peers the safe way of pushing keys, be count basic freedoms, but our childhood thought now turning them into slavery back in the days when I was younger, not even Back in the 
day. Back, 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 back in the day. Back in the day. Back, 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 back in the day. She asked him, and he says no. Uh, and then 
we got a post later, which is it's pinned on my live. We got a post later that that shows the whole conversation. And I mean, this man went in on her about this twenty dollars, oh, and basically man. was saying that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, she needs to get it from the kids' parents. So, since Dave is our guest, I'm going to let him start off the conversation about it. What do you think about this infamous $20 and him saying no? First of all, I want to say, I just want to say that I don't like the way that you presented it. Talking about he went in on her. That's, that's sexist right there. Because he didn't even go in on her. He just said... He just disagreed with her wanting the $20, okay? So that's the first thing that I want to say. Um, Also, from reading the post and reading the text messages, there are a lot of questions that I think everybody has. You know, um, people are funny about their money. I don't care how old you are and what status you are with somebody. People are funny about their money. So when you're asking somebody for something, you, you kind of got to be delicate about how you approach the situation. Um, a lot of the comments that I saw from some women was making it seem like dude was obligated because they were dating. He was mm-hmm. obligated to, to get that, to give her that $20. Now, mm-hmm. I don't agree with that stance. I don't agree that he is obligated to her because, first of all, we don't even know how long these two people been dating. They could have just mm-hmm. been dating about two, three weeks. And she asked him for this twenty dollars. You know, um, another thing that I saw is about what kills. You said what? What you say? Oh, I was saying okay. No, I was just saying that uh, the the other thing that I saw was again, you know, folks talking about uh, it's for the kids, and he didn't have to bring the kids' daddy into that, but. No, he he was right for bringing the kids that he is for that. <laughs> you know, there are two parents that are there supposed to be taking care of those kids. And if neither one of them can get it, I agree with what he said on the post as well about sometimes the kids just might not be able to go on that field trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand that. But what I think what a lot of us are the ones who disagree with him saying know the way he said it. And I just want to put it out there. A lot of people who were saying that, who were disagreeing, we were just saying that the way that he said no didn't seem like they were dating or that he even liked her. It was it was it was lightweight shady. It was extra long because he was like she was like, I, I need twenty dollars or something. He was like, What you need it for, babe? Like it was you know, we are like it wasn't no shock. To me I felt like that the first little couple of sessions seemed like it was a shock to him. Then when he said no, yeah, she said, oh, so you don't have $20. I felt like she was just, you know, she was still just making conversation. Yeah, she probably had a little attitude, but I don't think she was taking to the left like y'all are saying. She was all upset about him saying no. She was like, oh, so you don't have $20. And then he went into the, we not married. Where the other baby daddy was. <laughs> I'm just going to get married. I ain't here to get any crap. I mean, you know, that's all right. You jumping. He didn't go there off time. He didn't go there off time. He didn't say he's not off time. Did he? He said no. And then 
another thing that I feel is that sometimes there are some instances where women, some women, and I don't want to offend nobody, but some women try to use their children to guilt trip men into doing favors for them. And so, yeah, he did open the door by asking what the $20 was for, but she could have just said, hey, babe, can I borrow $20? And that's another thing, too, that you've just been skipping over, Kills, because she said, can I have, but then she later on go on and say, well, I, I was going to pay you your $20 back. No, be specific in what you say and mean what you say. If somebody asks to borrow $20, then, yes, I'm going to expect that back. But if you ask him to have it, then, no, I'm not looking for that back. Right. But the the thing is, I'm I stuck on why he even had to know what the $20 for. Why she had to Because she did. That's what I'm saying. If you that stressed about this $20, just say, babe, I don't have it. Why didn't you say, babe, I don't have it? Now, he had to give her the four degree. He had to write a four-page letter, proofread it. Okay, but Kel, uh, Kel, let me ask this question, Kel. Let me, let me ask this. Would this be considered, would this be considered wife benefits? Because, you know, ladies are good at telling us, that they're not going to give us husband benefits until we marry. So I think what he's trying to say is he's trying to set a standard that he's not going to give her wife benefits. Like y'all tell us, y'all not going to give us husband benefits before we marry. Okay. Okay. I give you that. I understand that. I understand that. He was like, I wouldn't be doing. But to me, when he kept bringing up the kids and bringing up the the baby's father, like I'm like, would he gave her, would he have given her twenty dollars to get her nails done, or would he still gave her the marriage speech? I don't know. That, I don't know. We don't know. I, I, think, I mean, we don't know. We don't know that. And then the other thing I want to know is if the roles was reversed and he asked for twenty dollars for his kids. You know, folks say that men can't ask women for money, but single daddies go through things. We want to send our kids on field trips. What we supposed to do? Y'all supposed to leave. That's what y'all supposed to do. <laughs> y'all want to run everything? Want to give it? Wait, wait, tell her about wait, her baby wait, daddy. Wait, because so huh? wait, so that's so we not supposed to go. We don't. We not supposed to ask for help. Right. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just being facetious, really. Because if I, you know, I've never been with kids. And I don't have kids. Like if my boo. Well, it is kind of the same thing. That is not the same thing. 
the same thing, though. No, that is not what this man said. So that pose that Gwen just brought up is saying that any woman that he is with is going to have to understand that no matter what his baby mama is going through, he is going to be there to provide if she need a car, he's going to buy a car. If he got to sign a lease, he's going to sign a lease. That is not $20 for a field trip. I'm not that saying, be I'm not saying $20. I'm not saying $20, but it's the same thing. He being there for his baby mama. He making sure his baby mama ain't got to ask no other dude out here. So I, I'm with Wynn on this one. I bet, Damon. I bet you are with Wynn on this one. You just play it right on in there. Damon, 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 Damon is coming Man. back every week. No, Every week. I got so bad, women bro. are more, more prone to do anyway. We're not selfish like that. Women are going to be selfish and give you the third degree about $20. Did you read the post? Did you read that post? I've been no, quiet I on it. I didn't read I've been quiet on it. I didn't see but I'm going to say this. I think the majority <laughs> of the people had the took, took the most issue because he kept damn talking. Like, even if this was a woman, if the roles were reversed and the woman kept with all that get, 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 get oh. back, we would have been like, damn, she talked too much. Like, okay, let it go. We would have called her nagging. Uh-huh. We would have said, doing too much, she should have let it go. Dude should have said his no, let his no be no, and cut out all that other stuff. Not no man that says that he, and y'all might agree because this situation presents itself and you can say, yes, we're going to bring the baby daddy into that, but no man that I have encountered at 30 plus years of age will be willing to bring another man who has once been intimate with his current woman into the situation to send her back and ask for money. Regardless if they are together or not, have children or not, you don't need to go ask him for nothing if I'm your man. So when Kel's brought up the whole, he been holding on to this, I think homegirl was on her way out in the first place. Either she had asked yeah. for too much at some point or the other, she had got on his damn nerves at one point or the other because no man who <laughs> likes goes on a damn tangent over $20 dollars. Yeah, so, that's that goes back. say no, but just say you read Let me read But, but hold on, Quilla, because it all goes on, back to they were dating. Yeah, but listen, Listen to this tip. He didn't want to date her ever again after that. After all of that, he did not even want but, her to pick but, up the phone again after that. Period. Let me read the tip Well, you said that a man, your man, that's not her man. That's just somebody that went out to eat a couple times and hung out uh, a couple times. Y'all going to pull the date. Okay. Now, I forgot this is 2018 <laughs> day. Let me say that with my old married forever ass because that's crazy. Go ahead, Kel, get the comment, baby. <laughs> Hold on. Let me read on this text. <laughs> she said, Wow, so you can't give me 20 bucks. He said, Babe, you are going to have to ask the kid's father for that kind of stuff. And she said, Smiley face with the tears, no, laughing face. Ha ha ha. You know what? I don't want to talk to you anymore. And then he goes and says, Oh, okay, then it was fun while it lasted, but, but get, me giving you money will never work unless you're my wife. I'm sorry. You got three kids and two fathers for those kids. Those men got to give you that money, sweetie. You, 
or you're trying to use me for whatever, then you asking me for twenty dollars one too many times is gonna be the end of this relationship. Even though it's not a lot of money. It's the fact that you think that it's okay that I'm here to do to give you money all the time. Now again, if we're if we if that's what we do for each other yeah, I mean that's that's cool. Let's go. Look, matter of fact, you know what the wallet is. Go ahead, handle what you need. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. But that's but that's me. Wait a minute now. 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 Wait a minute but no, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if, we, if, we, if, if that's what we do for each other, if I need 50 A's and I'm brought A's, I mean, cool, go here. If you need cool, I mean, if we're at that level, then it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Right, and again, the, again, I just want to go back to it being how comfortable you are with that person. If you're comfortable with mm-hmm. that person and you feeling that person, then no, it's not going to be an issue. Um, and, Kels, like you said, um, Somebody that you like, somebody that you feel, and you're going to talk to them a little bit more compassionately. Um, and I think that that also shows where these two people were in their relationship. I think that they were still feeling each other out, and he may not have really just been feeling her like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just not into, that into you, boo. Like or, or, or she done brought up her baby daddy one too many times, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> You know what? The next time, your baby daddy never happened and never. Right. Yeah. I mean, we always yeah. canceling dates and got to schedule our dates around your baby daddy at nine when it's time for them to give their kids twenty dollars for a field trip. You they they not around. You know what? I'm yeah. tired of this. You know what I mean? He could have just that could have just been a breaking uh-huh. point of some other stuff that was More going that. on, and he was like, you know what? I'm good on this. Yeah. yeah, I think that I think that's a good little picture of that, that he, you know, it get, it does seem like they must not must not have been that deep into dating because of the you know just the way the conversation went and turned took a turn that quick. But I mean, you know, sometimes that's why I said it's usually an underlying issue because we'll take something so small. And blow it out of proportion. I know I I've done it. I'm not gonna say I'm not that type of person that'll do it. It's just you try to keep your peace, and then just one more thing happens, and you let it rip. <laughs> but I think I think you should have gave it twenty. I would have gave it twenty dollars when she said, you know, if it was if it was a, the uh, roles were reversed and it was a guy asking me for that, if he said something about a field trip, I probably wouldn't have second guessed it if I didn't have a reason to, and I just would have gave him the twenty dollars. So. Let me, that, Dame, let me ask you, Dame, let me ask you this question. Have you okay. ever, truthfully, truthfully, have you ever sent a woman one of them long text messages like he did? Oh, I didn't. You know, I got two baby mamas, so I just sent some long text messages. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't no, I ain't never sent no long text messages over twenty dollars. <laughs> right. But I didn't send some five-page text messages to my baby mama, you know, in the heat of the moment about my kids. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie about that one. That's. <laughs> Right. 
when I look at when I looked at that text message, I'm like, this is kind of long. Like my fingers would have got tired typing all of that out. Yeah. Right, exactly. And that's the thing, like I said earlier, that's that's why I agree with what Kells was saying because he was extra long-winded and extra explaining and all this other stuff. You know, it, 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 it was doing way too much. Yeah, way too much for the for the dub. He didn't unless he got yeah, he it because he didn't have it. I'm like, dude, just say you ain't got it. Right. All that over twenty dollars was not worth it. <laughs> 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 that broke up his brain just start going together over twenty dollars. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it that's rough, man. But you know, uh is that is that dating in twenty eighteen? Yup. I'm you thinking it. Six hundred plus comments in. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking this is dating. Because conviction in that post, like right. conviction. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of comments because I mean, people take an interest in that. Even people who aren't dating right now. Um, like for instance, there's, there's some comments I had. One comment. Oh, if I can get back to it. Let's see. Actually, from a from a young lady that says, I didn't think he was rude, nor did he argue with her. I'm a single parent. I never asked my ex for anything. Nonetheless, another man who was not the father of my child and get upset when he when he did, I guess didn't provide. Really, she was too much. Um, let's see. Uh, another lady says, Let's break this down. Crying smiley face. She wasn't tripping. She was laughing and saying she didn't want to talk to him no more. He got offended and took it to the left. She agreed with his decision. He kept going. She explained her position, accepted her, his decision, and then he kept it going. He's what in what we in the streets of OKC would call a bi if we could. That's good. That's funny. Uh, so people said, That's "This funny. is why I don't borrow from people." We had a lot of people just calling them names too. So yeah, he had some hate mail on this post. Let's see. <laughs> I got a question. What is everyone's definition? What are you guys' definition of dating? <clears throat> um, to me, dating is just simply hanging out, like, like friends. Like you would hang out with friends. It's not necessarily. Uh, a relationship, but you're probably spending a lot, a lot of time together, so you're acting it like like you're in a relationship, a relationship at some point, but you really don't have titles yet. So to me, it's just hanging out, spending time together, getting to know each other. Okay, that's all. I can agree with that. I, I agree with that. I think, yeah, I think it's still. I think for most people, not for me, that it's still a, a phase where you can see multiple people. Like, we're not, you're not in an exclusive relationship. You know, technically, yes. But if you're getting yeah, to the point where you're saying you're dating, if you're <laughs> saying that you're dating someone, usually you're not, though. Well, I think for a Most lot of people, you're I, probably- I'm saying for, for me, it's not. For me, I'm, I don't date multiple people, but I'm saying I think that for, for most people, they still think that if you are still dating, you're not in, mm-hmm. you can still see other people. 
I do think most people, I agree with that. Most people still do, you know, because, again, you're not committed to anything. You know, you're not locked down on anything. There is no title. There is no commitment. But my the, the follow-up to that question was, if the man and the lady in question were laying together, would that make a difference? Yep, for me. Yep. It should. It should. The way he responded to her, <clears throat> for me, the way he responded to her, and I would assume that they have been dating, however we want to define it, for at least mm-hmm. an amount of time for them to have known each other and be well enough with each other to have intercourse with each other. So if he responded all of that and gave me the whole wife feel after asking for $20 after you've laid with me, then, yeah, we're – yeah. That, I, that Take care for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> like, no. All right, bro. Uh, I'm good. Love. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope. Enjoy that. Go in the world. I, I hope. Even if he, even if he didn't, but even if he didn't think that, I would hope that he had zero expectation of laying with that woman again after twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> after that. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, he had already broke up with her mm-hmm. when he wrote that down text. When, yeah. Yeah. He had already broke up with her. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you, and, hey, after 20, no, nah, no, nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a, a funny subject, man. And, and he, he went in, he kind of went too far with it. <laughs> You know, he ain't just jump on her head. Like, I killed trying to make it sound. He approached it. When she presented the situation, she made it seem like just off jump, he was tripping on her. Okay. Two posts, I mean, two texts in, he tripped. I'll give him that. Yeah. He, was, look, he was he was waiting on that ammunition. If she would have brought him some hot Kool Aid, he would have went in on her about helping her baby daddy. So I think he. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Sam. I've seen how you go in about random stuff. If, if one of your best homeboys would have showed you this text conversation, you would have went in on him. <laughs> you would have. <laughs> He would have never showed you another text ever again after reading that. What? Yo, what did you say? Hey, bro, you tripping. You tripping, bro. Over $20. Why scrolling? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, sometimes you got to check your homeboys. You got to let your homeboys know. I don't know this dude. This is just some random Facebook dude. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 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 Too funny. Yeah, but men, y'all was ready to jump on that. They thought, boy, if you if they think a woman feels entitled to something, ooh, y'all been together. It's a million men march every time they think a woman feels entitled to their money. Kel, we gotta listen, Kel. I mean, again, (laughs) I'm gonna gonna go back to it. I'm gonna go back to it Mm -hmm. again. Y'all do us the same way when y'all get on some white benefits. So. I mean, we got to we got to draw the line someplace, and yeah. that line has to be right there. That's the line, right there. You have found it. Brothers from all brothers from all That's that's one of the things. I don't care if you you could be Muslim, you could be whatever. We together on that. Y'all are. 
I will give you. Y'all stand together all day. Y'all are united on the entitlement argument. But, y'all, that is our time. We actually going over. But I want to, you know, we got to give a thanks to Damon again. You represent it, bro. You represent it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Yeah. Tell the people where you're going to be at. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Um, we are at Funny AF Fridays at Ice Event Center. We've been doing that show for a little bit over a year. You guys can definitely follow me on Facebook at Damon Detroit Comedy. And then I'm also on Instagram, same thing, Damon Detroit Comedy. All right, Dan, we're going to have you back, We're going to have you back. We enjoyed you. Most definitely. <laughs> I appreciate it. Y'all have a good evening. Evening. So now, y'all, it's time for some more music. Uh, this song is My Way by Trey Ward. <laughs> Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 Baby girl, I'm trying to find a way to forget about your way. I keep on coming back to you. That person fight it ain't gon' do. So take the hand and see with me and get Round and round, baby, dip it down Separate, baby, bring it back You got it all back, door, baby, bring it my way Da, 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 da Round and round, baby, dip it down Separate, baby, bring it back You got it all back, door, baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it all my way Baby, bring it my way Baby, bring it my way. Baby, bring it all my way. Yeah. Baby, let me work it to the side, yeah, yeah. You know you ride that pie like a bike. You know you got that wet, oh, you thought it was a tide. I can beat it up like deep, but we can take it outside, yeah, yeah. yeah For sure, yeah. I had to bring it my way. From Dallas to L.A., all summer I get paid. Waist always curve, your mama get all the praise. Your hips like Thanksgiving dinner, put it on the plate, yeah, yeah. Pockets heavy, sorry for the way, yeah, yeah. Sorry that we late, I had to bake the cake, yeah, yeah. Promise that I never do you dirt, put you first. I got plans for you to put that ass away, but can you... Can you bring it my way? Can you bring it my way? Baby, bring it all my way. Can you bring it my way? Can you bring it my way?
All right, all right. That was Trey Ward with My Way. I dig that. Get the nice little dusty wine going on. I like that song right there. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so it's time to get into the reason why we are here tonight, which is our Scoop Nation topic. And we are pleased to announce our, I believe this is the second time Miss Shanita is joining us. So I'm going to, for those of you who missed her the post, the first go around, I am going to give you a little background on Miss Shanita Hurt. She is a speaker, author, and entrepreneur. She is also the founder and CEO of Renew Her, which is an organization created to help women rebuild, rebrand, and relaunch after divorce. She spends her time helping women build their confidence, increase their self-love, and be progressive while moving past the agony of a breakup. Um, <clears throat> she also has released it. I'm sure she's going to tell us a lot more about it, but I want to get y'all uh, familiar with the title of her new book. It is Divorce, Now What? Seven Steps to Moving On After Divorce. So without further ado, Scoop Nation, welcome. Ms. Shanita Hart, how are you? Hey, I am well. Good evening. <laughs> how are you? Good, good, good. I said you, I asked that already. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Alright so I'm sure we have been chatting And you've probably been watching us With our feeler posts regarding this topic But um, We have to kind of keep it real on this evening And we are going to get into Expectations in relationships And we are focusing on The ladies tonight <laughs> And mm-hmm. um, Come on I'm sorry Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the fellas have been waiting on this type of transparency, and uh, we, we, we thought it would be good to bring in some reinforcements because, you know, we need that sometimes. <laughs> so what do you think? Let's go ahead and lead us out this evening. What do you? What are your thoughts on women and how we set ourselves up or um, how we approach relationships and our expectations? Um, well, of course, I have to, um, first of all, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate this opportunity to address your um, listening audience. And I also want to say that, of course, every situation is different. However, there are some common trends that we see happening in relationships amongst women and men when um, starting a relationship off. And I think that uh, one of the mistakes that we as women make is that we come into a relationship um, expecting too much too soon. And mm-hmm. instead of allowing the relationship to run its course, you know, we get with a guy and we're thinking this could be the one. And so we mm-hmm. come in with mm-hmm. this laundry list of expectations from them only to find when they're not meeting our list that we're disappointed because of that. Mm-hmm. Preach, preach, preach. Speak a word, speak a word. <laughs> ah, nah, nah. Right, right. Yeah. I'm a bow tie. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let so let me okay, so what what kind of so what are some what kind of ex well first of all, Kelly, do you agree with that? I mean what's your I mean you you agree, you disagree? Um, I do agree with it for the most part. And I was okay, I was so, waiting to to jump in for my follow up to that. Because I'm trying to figure out what are some 
so what are some what are what are some of these unfair expectations that you all think that the that the ladies have? I'm gonna write this down. Get, I got my notepad out. Uh, Well, I think um, one of the, of course, each relationship is different, so I always have to say that. But, you know, there are some women that come into a relationship expecting a man to um, to care on a deeper level, and he doesn't really, you know, know her to, to care as deeply as she would like for him to. And so she doesn't really afford him the opportunity to get to know her before now pulling him into her world where she's dumping all of this information on him and expecting him to take some type of action in hopes to alleviate whatever hurt, whatever pain that she's experienced. And sometimes I think that with our need for comfort and for assistance, we can overwhelm that man by dumping onto him maybe some of the um, issues or problems or situations that we've run into in the past. And it's not done intentionally, but because we as women, you know, from, from youth, we are reading stories about that knight in shining armor and how he'll come in to save us and rescue us and, you know, make things better. And so when he comes into our life, even early off on a situation, we're like, this can be the guy that rescues us, or this can be the guy that saves us. And so when we open up and become vulnerable uh, with this man, and he doesn't necessarily respond the way we would like for him to, again, we find ourselves in a frustrated place or upset because we did not get what we were expecting when we shared our private matters. Him, I feel like I should get all of his attention 
no other females really getting sent unless it's like his mom or something. So I think that's a expectation that um that I carry. Just uh, as so, as so are you saying that you feel that that's a bad expectation to be out with a man and expect his attention? Well, I mean, not like if we just end up at the same place together or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I never thought it was unfair, but I'm just throwing it out there. Oh. That is that is that an unfair expectation? If I if I happen to walk into the same place, we're in the same place together, and. I'm not getting about getting out of your attention, or you're talking to you know other females or or something like that. We're not necessarily on a date, but just happen to be end up at the same place. I feel like that's something I expect the men to do. If you, I should get that attention if we're in a dating. So for the so for the sake uh, of context, let me let me ask it. I think so. Are you were you all expecting to be at the same place or? I mean, like, he was just, I mean, what does he do? Is he working? Like, you know, I, you know, I do, like, for example, like, when we do a um, relationship for him, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I'm sure, like, you expect if, if he, if we're doing a relationship for him, expect, and my my uh, my girlfriend walks in, that I wouldn't talk to other women? I mean, is that the kind of context you're referring to, or what's the, I think yeah, that's, that's you, kind that's of. Yeah, that's a perfect example. If you, you're doing a, a relationship for him, and a person that you're hanging out with, getting to know, comes to that forum, even though you have to mingle with other women, I would feel expect that she would get most of your attention when you're not working because y'all are working on something. Ladies? Um, I think to a certain degree. I don't... I'm treading lightly because because <laughs> um, <laughs> next time because next time we have a relationship for our kids. No, I wasn't prepared for this particular scenario. Uh, in my and uh, let me see, I would think in that position, I would like for I would expect to be shown more attention in the way that I am not like everyone else. Like, don't greet me, sign my piece of paper, and send me on with my drink like everybody else. If there's downtime downtime happening and there's the opportunity for us to socialize, I would think that if as you work the room, if it is appropriate within the job that you do, that I would be at least offered the opportunity to hang with you. Hey, didn't know you were here, but while we hang, you feel like hanging out? You know, if that is where you were in that space. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say for that. <laughs> Considering well, I totally, I, totally love your, I totally love your answer. And the only thing I can think of is the song by her, Can You Focus On Me? Like, I don't want to yeah. be in a room with you and other women, and I'm watching you work her, work me, come back. Like, nah. Well, I'm set up. Yeah. That would work. I got to go. Where my ride? Somebody <laughs> call me an Uber because I'm not gonna look at you. It's the same. Her, her, and her. And if that's what I mean, if I know you're doing it, that's one thing. But I don't know that I can sit and watch. So uh, okay. So let me okay. Right let, me, let me let me right flip here. this. Let me flip this right. for you. Okay. So what right if here. in that same scenario, he he's doing his thing? You know, greeting, shaking hands, kissing babies, and would you come 
where he is and do that with him? And was that still because, like, to Kelly's point in her original scenario, she wants his attention, but if you're with him while he's doing his thing, is that considered you getting his attention? As in we came together? No, no. So let's just, I mean, in, in use, we're going to use the same example. So let's use me and Kelly. So me and Kelly, let's just say, for the sake of this story, we're dating. I'm at, I whatever, doing whatever I'm doing, having a relationship for him. Kelly comes at the end of the event while I'm going around shaking hands and taking pictures of people. She's there coming around doing it with me. Would that, Kelly, would that in that sense, in that instance, make you feel like you were being ignored or would you feel like, okay, he's giving me the attention that I want? I mean, yeah, if I'm, if I'm, hang, if I'm with you, like walking around, meeting people and things like that, yeah, I wouldn't feel like I'm not, I'm getting ignored. So, yeah, I would think that is involving me, that is giving me attention, even though you have to split your attention between me and other people that you're working with. <clears throat> so, neither. Would that, would that, that bother you if you want to Uber then? <laughs> well, since I have been invited to go around and shake hands and kiss the babies, I guess I would be okay um, in that in that particular uh, situation. But I have to be honest, I, I, I don't like the scenario of me watching somebody who I'm interested in even, you know, being in a position where they're interacting with other women that, you know, Hey, that can that can that can work against me. I understand if that's your job and that's what you have to do, then I probably would allow him that time and space to do that as opposed to, you know, being there unless he requested my presence. And if he requested my presence, then it's up to him in my opinion, to make sure that I am given the necessary attention um, so that I will feel comfortable in that setting. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I have, I, I, I agree, and for all kinds of reasons, but, yes, I agree with you, Shanita. <laughs> um, I have a question from the live regarding our topic tonight. Cicely wants to know, she says, I have experienced that some men's speech do not match with their behavior, and I would like to know what is to be said about is that still unfair? So I asked the follow-up question for the sake of time. I said, that's good, Cicely. Like, if he was saying he's working and he looked more to be playing, and she says, precisely. How would you deal with that? Is that still considered an unfair expectation? <laughs> okay, that so I'm... Was that... <laughs> That's to anybody. That was just a thing. If it looks that he's doing more playing than he is doing working, I don't know that I would address it in that moment. But I would definitely, at the next opportunity for us to be alone, we would have a discussion as to what exactly that entails. And then at that point, I would then make the decision if I would want to be around when he does that again. Certain professions don't allow for that. But if he's, if he's flirting and buying drinks and, and acting as though she were me, I would have a problem with that. I don't think that's unfair. I think that would be tacky. That's my personal opinion on that. Uh, I'm going to let the rest of the team respond now. 
Yeah, I think, again, I I, I think I would probably um, have to agree with you. In most instances, when men tend to go to these events where they have to entertain or put on, so to speak, you know, they're not being fit doing so. It will require a personality that is warm, that is welcoming, that is bubbly, that is, you know, attractive. And so if you're there with him, you have to almost expect that he will smile a little harder, laugh a little deeper, so that whatever his reasoning is for communicating with these women, that he's that he's meeting whatever his goal was for being there. And whether it was to get contact for businesses, whether it was to build his brand, he's going to go the extra mile to fulfill whatever his purpose was for being there. And so you have to be confident enough to say, hey, I understand this is part of the business and it's nothing but a laugh. And it's nothing but, you know, a smile, but at the end of the day, it means nothing. But, again, a lot of that has to do with what you guys have established prior to this event. If you're still new, if you're still working on your situation, it will come across as disrespectful to you because you're now feeling like, He's entertaining these women in front of you and giving you less attention as opposed to, hey, baby, I got to work the room the way I need to work the room for the purposes of why I'm here. It's just business. Don't take it personal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I actually had the scenario a little off, to be honest with you. She just corrected me and said that she didn't mean this specifically to an event. And this was more related to the relationship in general, not just to an event. So if you feel that your man is, Doing, he's not being truthful with what his intentions are, and mm-hmm. he seems though he's not he's saying the words but not following up through action. Is that an unfair expectation? I'm hoping I said that right. Sorry, Cicely, if I butchered it, <laughs> but I'm thinking I corrected it well. Um, Kels, what do you think? Oh, she that's my life, so I don't think it's an unfair expectation. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like for real, I, I don't understand. I don't understand some of the men because I try to be really upfront and honest with it. You know, you ask too many questions. They think you're trying. To, I'm like, I'm not trying to rush you into anything. I'm just trying to hopefully make you feel comfortable to let you know you don't have to play me. That's what you yeah, do not yeah. have to do. If you're yeah. not feeling me, yeah. if you just want to go slow, if you just want to hang out, you just want to be friends, please yeah. just tell me. You don't have to please. say what I want to hear. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, please. I would think 2018 that men would still be doing that, but I, I don't know if they just they just feel like they're being nice. I don't understand it. They Their actions do not meet up with their words, and they understand why your actions, you know, just I'll just get quiet or stop you know, showing interest because I'm thinking you can't possibly like me if your actions aren't matching up with what you're saying. So, yeah, that is not unfair, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, that is not. Now, I'm I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree as the man. I'm gonna agree with that. Here's the but here is my 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 caveat to that is that I think sometimes the which goes up back to the initial. The initial part of unfair expectation is, I think, and I don't know. Again, I'm sure certain in certain scenarios, it's applicable. I think sometimes what happens is we is that there is an expectation of that 
that the perception of what the words mean is actually different from what the expectations are. I'm trying to, I think I'm saying that wrong. So you think you think that he's saying one thing when he's really saying mm-hmm. something else, and his actions are matching what he's really saying. But because you expect you're, you interpret what he's saying as something different, you take them mm-hmm. and you think they, they're not matching up. And I think sometimes that's where where the 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 disconnect happens. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I so, can see that. So I think we have to also address that. Like so when I when you say A, B, and C, how what does that mean to you? What does that, you know, give me some you know, but don't just assume that because this is, you know, A, B, and C you that we're both interpreting that the same exact way. The same way. I really, I really am glad that you said that, especially from a, a male's perspective, just because I noticed um, as I do more relationship topics uh, that men and women have a different way of communicating. And whereas women like to hear black or white, men tend to talk great and act black or white. But because we as women who are fed by what we hear and not, you know, so much as what we see, but men are more visual, you guys tend to show us visually while you're, while you're talking. It's different. And so that's where the communication breakdown comes in because we want to hear, yes, I want you, no, I don't want you. Whereas you say, men will say, hey, I'm interested in you. I think you're pretty cool. But while you're saying that, your actions are very clear. Yeah, I, I think you're cool, but this one over here, you know, she's a little bit cooler, and that's what I'm going to roll with, and I'll fit you in when I can. Mm-hmm. That was good what you said about the men will act in black and white. What did you say? They speak in gray and act in black and white? Girl. Yeah, that is that's true right there. <laughs> I, I will say it, but how you see it is gonna be completely that girl. I couldn't even type it out. I just mm. yeah. <laughs> but look, I have a, I have a, I have a question. Or my follow up to the expectation thing was that I feel like I know me personally for for some situations and some. You know, that is situations when I've met a new guy. I've tried to go in with no expectations, and that has backfired as well. So mm-hmm. what is – how do you find that balance? <laughs> and this is for Shanita. Good question. Well, personally, I would, I would recommend that instead of going into a relationship with expectations, is to have a list of standards, things that you mm-hmm. um, need in your relationship. And when you go into a relationship with standards, your expectations are already going to be met. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. For an example, women, you know, we, some of us, I won't generalize, I always have to say that, some women, if you have a standard of a handyman, if your standard is a handyman, you date looking for a quality in him of being a handyman. And as you having the standard of dating someone with a, as, who's a handyman, you expect him to be able to fix things around the house when they're broken. But what happens is when you don't go in with any standards, you have these false expectations that are never fulfilled because this person is not qualified 
to meet these expectations because there was no standard put there in the first place. So how can Mm. you expect, you know, this man to come in and fix what's broken when he's not capable because a handyman isn't even on his resume? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very much. The the biggest I think the big I don't have any more uh, live questions so far, but please if you are watching, give me live questions. I'm happy to ask. Um, I think because we always talk about my being married forever, I can speak from a relation from a long term relationship standpoint. Um, at the beginning of our relationship, my mo- I think looking back at it now, the biggest expectation that I had going into our relationship and early on into our marriage was that the man leave. So when we were presented with a problem, he was supposed to fix it, regardless Mm -hmm. if it was the first time either of us had ever been presented with said problem. There was nothing for him to pull from. There was no prior prior experience, education, hey, bug in your ear, anything that would have allowed him to have any more real authority over the situation, but when he, because life happens and humanity happens and he didn't know any more than I did, I would then put some frustration and then possibly resentment and, you know, all of that into him not being able to perform how I thought he should resolve it, whereas we were both figuring it out together, you know what I mean? So that was, and now I can look back on it, and it didn't take me this long to figure it out. But I did have to realize that that was an unfair expectation. And I think a lot of us, when we grow up thinking the man is supposed to lead us, we assume that he's going to lead us through everything. And that's not always how that works. Um, We have to adjust our expectation of what lead means, Um, I think. I did, and I think a lot of people do, but that was the unfair expectation that I had. <clears throat> I think that can I, I think, and I think what's interesting to you is the flip side of that happens too, is that I see, I see a lot of where, where there is no expectation for him to leave. And so when he tries to leave, he, you know, mm-hmm. then because you're used to, you know, because she's used to doing everything on her own when he tries to leave, there becomes a, a competition on who's, you know, you hear, hear mm-hmm. retarded, I mean, uh, stuff like retarded, stuff like, you won't let me be a man. No, just be it. Like, you are, you are. But there's this competition to see who, um, who's going to, quote, unquote, be in control because he's not used to, you know, she's not used to a certain type of man, and he's not used to a certain type of woman, so they have to figure out that balance. Absolutely. We are, surprisingly, at time, (laughs) that's the fastest half hour that I think we've had in a long time, which means we had a really good discussion. (laughs) For sure. So before we go on, um, Shanita, tell us how our listeners can get your book, how they can connect with you. Um, Give us all your deets, honey. Let us know. Absolutely. Again, thank you so much. So I can be found on Facebook as she. Faith Nita, N-I-T-A. I can be found on Instagram at Shanita, under I-N-C. And my book is currently sold um, on my website, which is Shanita, S-H-E-N-I-T-A dot org, as well as Amazon. And um, if you're interested in an autographed copy of the book, 
uh, definitely go on the website, purchase a book there, and I can have that autographed personally for you and sent out. And also wanted to inform you guys as well as your listening audience who may be listening in from the Chicagoland area, I have a event coming up. It's Renew Her um, being hosted by Shanita Inc., the She Summit, which is a uh, empowerment event that was being put together for ladies. Certainly more information to come October 6th. If you follow me on either one of those social media platforms, be sure to sign up on my website. My email list will be the first to get information about early bird ticket purchases so that they can beat the rush in the event we sell out. And those are the three ways that your audience can stay in touch with me and or find me and my book. Awesome. Thank you for that. Very, very much. Well, again, thank you for joining us, and I'm sure you will be back. This will not be the last time. It's always a pleasure. And uh, all of our School Nation listeners, go and buy the book. Go share the book, get the book, share the link, support this book. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Damn, we got it. That's goes by so fast. <laughs> so fast. That was a good segment. I agree. Will says great guest. I agree, Will. Yes, we are definitely going to have to have her back for sure. All right, so it is time for our final song of the night. Yes, by our very own. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> My name is Love. Go on, play the song for the people, fam. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, all right. I love it when Wynn just slides us a nice little uh, person. Like that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> all right. So, for those of you who don't know, that was Winford with My Name is Love. And I'm sure you can get that on what? Is it iTunes, Google Play? Where, where can we get it? SoundCloud, actually. You can get that on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Boom. Let's go mm-hmm. to SoundCloud and down tonight. My Name is Love. Okay. So, I was just telling Winnie Kills, it feels like forever since I've had the distinct pleasure of introducing my mother Maybelline to the Scoop Nation family. Um, but for those of you who feel like you've been away forever, uh, Mother Maybelline drops all of the wisdom on us with a little bit of sass and all of the love. And I personally love this segment so, so much. So I'm going to hush so that she can button up her uh, part two of her last time that she was with us, Turning Around Toxicity. So I'm not going to take up all of your time, Miss Mother. On um, this evening, I'm going to let you go ahead and get the message to the people. How are you, honey? Working with you, I pray for you all the time. Now, 
Listen, I'm good. I'm good. It's good. It's good. I'm good. Winfrey said he hold it down all by himself. He ain't worried about y'all. Now look here now. I want to say thank you to all of my live viewers that's watching, but do me a favor. Hit that like button. Click that share button. Honey, Karen is sharing, and somebody need to hear this lesson today. I'm inviting some old folk while I'm on here right now. Now let me tell y'all, she was <laughs> absolutely right. We're going to go back and finish what we were talking about when I was in Florida. I had a really good time. I had a little guest. She came on the show. She's my little Facebook friend now. Her name is Cottonsworth. Give her a shout-out now. She came on and talked to us about toxic people in her life. And the whole lesson we were talking about that day was dealing with toxic people in your life. And what I wanted you all to do in the time we was apart is find out who those toxic people are so I can talk to you about how to get rid of the toxicity. Now, I want y'all to excuse my appearance, y'all. I sure am tired. My makeup ain't even on. I've been out and about with my friends. I've been dating a young man with old money, and I got to tell you, Mother Maybelline is go out, honey. You're about 30 years younger than me, but that ain't your business.
going to watch this video and act like I'm talking to somebody else, and I'm talking to you, honey. I'm talking to that person that you've been dealing with that same situation that ain't getting no better, and you're constantly making excuses. You at that dead-end job dealing with toxic and negative bosses and people because you're scared to step out on faith. You didn't quit believing in yourself. You don't believe you can do no better. That's who I'm talking to right now, honey. I'm talking to that person that you got a best friend that say they're your best friend, but you're the only one doing best friending because they ain't never even looking out for you. I'm talking to that person. Got that toxic friendship. No, it ain't doing you no bit of good, baby. Honey, honey, I'm talking to that person that got that relative that you know they ain't doing nothing with their life. You keep coming and letting that joker stay at your house. Then you complain mm-hmm. when you get off work, all the groceries are gone. And the homeboys can play the Xbox all day, and they're all in their 30s. I'm talking to that person tonight, okay? I'm talking to that woman that's attached to that man that don't never come home at night. Girl, they call you out of your name, knock you upside the head every now and again, but you staying for the kids. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, okay? I'm talking to that man that you got that woman that you know messing around with your boys and everything else, but you done got caught up on that tail and can't let her go. And she talk bad to your mommy and use all your money up. I'm talking to you. Ooh. I'm talking to you. I'm even talking to that person that every time you look up, you on Facebook just negative. Your keyboard gangsters. You ain't real. Get on here just negative. All the time, always got something to say. You're inboxing folks and sending messages. Won't never meet nobody face-to-face. Baby, I'm talking to you. Now, Lord, that's it ain't only somebody on here that need to hear this today. The only thing that prevents you from removing toxicity from your life, baby, is you. It's Y-O-U. I don't care what your name is, spell it. If your name is Susie, spell it, S-U-S-I-E. If your name is Ted, spell it, T-E-D. Everybody say it with me. Y'all remember over the uh, house party, what them boys say? That cop said, I am, I am somebody. <laughs> you are somebody. You ain't got to just put up with any old thing, any old kind of behavior, somebody treating you any old kind of way. Now, the last time I asked you to identify the people in your life or the situations in your life that's toxic, tonight I challenge you to be brave enough to cut them jokes out, honey. It ain't hard to do. Get you a pair of scissors. Like, you know, when you have a piece of thread on your clothes, and Winford, you might know, but I know the ladies know, y'all know when you got a piece of that thread hanging off of your skirt or your shirt or something, and it's just hanging down, and your friend says, girl, don't move. Let me pull that off for you so you don't make the material run, and you rip that thread off. Why you rip it off? Because you ain't got no use for it. Yeah. But, but you got some toxic things in your life that don't mean you no good. You ain't got no use for it. And you just let them hang on. Baby, get some scissors or a lighter and burn that sucker off of You don't mm-hmm. need it. It's like a cancer cell. Once you let a thing attach to you and you breathe life into that organism, you breathe life into that situation. Some of y'all complaining about toxic situations that you keeping yourself held into. Ain't nobody forcing you there. You want to stay because you done got mm-hmm. used to the mess. You done got used to the abuse. You done got used to the insecurity. You done got used to being treated any old kind of way. You Come don't on even now. realize what your worst is, because if you did, you quit wallowing in the mud with these pigs. Somebody hit that like button and hit share. Because I know somebody in your friends is, no, I'm talking to you. But you can so easily give everybody else advice about what they need to do, baby. And you are not in a healthy situation. You've got to protect your energy. 
Protect your mind. Protect your heart. Protect your soul. So you say to me, Mother Maybelline, I want to get out of this situation, but I don't know. I've been at this job three years. I'm scared to leave. What do I do? What do I do? I don't know how to get out of it. I'm going to tell you what you do. Quit crying and do something different. Now, you was a little kid, and I'm going to get ready to wrap up because my time is always up. You was a little kid singing the hokey pokey. Now, as a kid, you knew to put your right foot in and your right foot out and shake it all about and turn yourself around. But now you walk around and come out a grown amen. Y'all know what A is, don't you? I ain't going to cuss on here. I don't want to have to cuss nobody out and tell me I'm talking on my video when they try to inbox me. Now, but you say you're a grown man, you're a grown woman. I'm grown, 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 grown. But you won't take no responsibility for that toxic stuff you got in your life. But you understood the hokey pokey in and out, turn yourself around, but you don't know how to turn yourself around right now. Lord, who is this Roger Davis talking about, yes, Lord? I done invited a guest, and he's showing out. <laughs> he's one, of my, one of my fans all the way from Michigan, y'all. I love it. <laughs> but look at here now. I need y'all to understand. The only thing keeping you from getting rid of toxic behavior is really you, baby. You got to make a decision that enough is enough, and I don't care if it's a job. I don't care if it's if, if it's a friendship, I don't care if it's a relative. Baby, you can even love your relatives with a long-handled phone, honey. Just because they, they're your relative don't mean you got to invite toxicity into your life. I'm sorry. You can't come up in here, up in here mm-hmm. with negativity. You got and, and be careful who's in your camp. You got to be surrounded by people that got a like mind like you trying to do the same thing that you're doing, honey. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, do that, baby, then you won't be stuck in that same situation. So identify who the toxic people are in your life. And, and this is my last thing. Be brave enough to realize that the toxic person is you. I'm going to say it again. Mm. Be brave enough mm. to admit if the toxic person is you. Because sometimes, sugar, that person is you. You walk around blaming everybody else. And they acting funny. And nobody understands me. It might be you. Boom. It might be. If you quote anything tonight, Winford, quote that with this look on my face. It might be you, Paul Boo. I'm going to get one up here because my time is about to be up. Listen, I need you to care enough about you to get rid of the toxicity. Stop making excuses. Stop playing around with it. Cut it off and nip it in the bud. Because when you let the negativity get attached to you, you are a living, breathing organism, and you're going to bring life into that toxicity. Get rid of it. Get rid of those people. And if it's you, what Joyce Meyer say, get rid of the thinking, thinking. Get rid of the thinking, thinking. Some of y'all cry too much. Some of y'all complain too much. You whine too much. Quit it. It's toxic. All right? Mm. Get it together. We're saying you're grown if you ain't going to be grown, you little crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know this is a soup radio show every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. 10 p.m. Y'all call 929-477-2304. You know you can catch Maybelline every other Tuesday night. If you don't hit that share button, I'm going to track everybody that watch. I'm going to show up at your front door and whoop you and your mama. Don't hit the share button and see if I don't show up. (laughs) 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 
I love y'all. I so love y'all. Y'all going to wrap up. I'll talk to you later now. All right, mother. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. That's Mother Maybelline. Good work. Good work. She preached that tonight. Yes, yeah. she did. Let it go. She said, sometimes a toxic person is you. Be brave enough. I can dig it. All right. It's time to wrap up. We got six minutes left, so I am going to uh, go ahead and turn it over to Kel. Um, I enjoyed myself tonight, as always. Thanks again to uh, Miss Shanita Hurt and also to uh, Damon Detroit for stopping by and having a good time with us. I don't know if I have anything coming up. I'm sure I do. I just can't remember at this time. But, yeah, be productive. Have a good week. And get that toxicity out of your life. I've heard that message. I was just telling you, I've heard that message three times in the last two days from getting toxicity out, checking who, what people you have around you, and making sure they are on the same page as you, like this message three times. So, take hmm. heed. Yep. All right. Uh, I was right. That's me now, right? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I agree with Kels. I totally loved tonight's show. It was refreshing to have Shanita on. She dropped some nuggets tonight. So I I really enjoyed her being here. We had a really great conversation. Will just said it was a great, fast show. I completely, a cool, fast show. It was a very fast show. It felt like this was no time tonight. That lets us know we're doing something right. We had a good time. Um, I did not say earlier, to I did not remind everyone to visit elegancebydesign.com for all of your hair and skin care needs. Um, I still have a few mugs left, so I'm being sweet and extending the flash sale a little bit longer, but there are only a few left. So if you'd like one, holler at me really quickly so that I can get you taken care of. But there's also some other goodies there. So elegancebydesign.com and get you some good stuff. Have a great week, you guys. All right. Um, so let's see a couple of things I've got tomorrow. Uh, Pastor Burns is, with, is um, back with the word on Wednesday. He's in week two of his series on the book of Galatians. So tune in there. Um, if you have not uh, downloaded or gone to the New Ball Exposure uh, site to look at some of the new articles that have been posted, um, you need to do that. Um, so that's uh, newballexposure.org. You want to check that out. Um, let's see, new music. So we are looking, of course, as always, for new music. So if you are an independent artist of all genres, um, then we want to support you by playing your music. Simply email us the MP, uh, MP3 format as well as any images you would like us to uh, use uh, for your music, and we'll play it. Send it to globaldriveradio at gmail.com. Again, send it to globaldriveradio at gmail.com. Um, and we will definitely support it. Last but definitely not least, if you're looking to advertise your business, um, your product, your service, then you need to contact us today um, so you can advertise with us either through our social media channels, through our um, radio shows, or through our magazine offer. Um, You can contact myself um, either through social media or you can email me at globaldriveradio at gmail.com, and I will get back with you soon. Other than that, we had a really good show tonight. Thank you to Q and Kel. Um, you all are the bomb as always. I gotta find a new word because that kind of dates me. I think now. Um, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> I 
I just realized that. Like, nobody says the bomb anymore. So, um, what's the new word? Somebody please, new word? Somebody please give me the new word so that way I'm not dating myself. Um, what's the word? On fleek. Y'all don't know. On fleek? Okay, on you fleek. all are on fleek. You all are on fleek. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, too. Danita, for coming on tonight and talking to us. Um, as always, you're great. Thank you to Mother Maybelline for dropping some good wisdom. Thank you to uh, my brother, Damon uh, Detroit. Y'all check him out at ICZ Center this Friday night um, again. Um, so, yeah, I think we got we got everything else. Did I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? Thank you to everybody on our live feed, all the questions, comments. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good show. We're gonna have a good rest of our week. Um, what else? I think that's it. That's it. All right. Make sure y'all, if you're not following us on the social media, y'all check it out. We just, I just, we have a Global Drive Instagram page. We've got a Scoop Network, a Scoop Radio Show, Instagram and Facebook, and all that stuff. So y'all just follow us, uh, and then make sure you share the show as well because we got some pretty cool stuff coming up uh, that y'all don't want to miss. Um, that I am really excited about. So I don't want you guys to miss anything. So um, follow us on social media. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night. We'll have the rest of the week. See y'all later.